0: This series contains adult language and descriptions of graphic violence throughout. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Cavalry Audio Hello, listeners. Welcome to Carolyn's Lounge, All of you listeners, first of all, thank you for joining us. My name is Brandon. I produce the show here as always with Carolyn Osorio, who showed us a new side of herself in this episode. Um, Hopefully you've listened to uh, to episode 23, Playing With Fire, and you'll understand my corny opening. Um, But last week she uh, wasn't joking when she said, I want you to be surprised when you get the episode. And was I ever. Mm-hmm. Was I ever? Uh, interesting choice. Interesting you know, choice.
0: After, after the onslaught, which was, you know, the Night Stalker. Yeah. I really wanted to pick a case that was consenting adults, right? Yeah, and, and yeah, 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 It was just kind of like it was a messed up situation that happened, and it. It sounds like a really great guy lost his life, but um, these were consenting adults. And I set up the intro, which I know you're gonna make fun of me for, and I totally own, because I wanted people to know that this was going to be about swingers, but that this is a lifestyle choice. And I put myself in the position of this couple and, and what would be their motivating factors to decide, let's do this right and yeah that,
1: yeah yeah and that, i and I, I get into all of that I've got some interesting questions and and I, honestly I learned a lot in this episode um uh that I also want to talk about i I, I found your interview subject very interesting and very uh well spoken and with a, a real kind of deep knowledge about about this world and then uh separately um i know some people who participate in a lifestyle like this in various levels of involvement okay Mm -hmm. um which uh which my wife and i
0: you have a friend who lives who goes to another school (laughs) she's she's
1: from she's from canada she lives in niagara falls you wouldn't know her no (laughs) (laughs) she goes to a different school man i mean it's fine it's she totally loves me right
0: right right
1: um no we have a friend a family friend uh you know, a confirmed bachelor, you know, he's got a lot of money and it's good looking dude. And, um, and he, he's just into the lifestyle, you know, and there's this yeah. very um exclusive like worldwide kind of sex club uh, that's like eyes wide shut type of shit. Right. Where, and it's super expensive, but like you wear like fucking tuxedos and you go. And, and so uh through this guy, a married couple friend of mine and my wife's went with him. And now when I say there's various levels of involvement, mm-hmm. you're able to go and not participate. Like you can go and be a voyeur. There's like mm-hmm. windows where you could just sit there and watch and yeah. do stuff. All right. And, I, and the whole thing was, was, was fascinating. It was really, really fascinating. Um, and, uh, And then I have another. You mean it was
0: fascinating? It was fascinating because they came back and gave you and your wife a report.
1: No, it was fascinating. A that that's allowed, right? Mm -hmm. That you can just go and watch. I went. What are you? What are you talking about? Like, and I guess that there are people that are exhibitionists that like knowing that there's an audience like watching them okay right
0: Um, right right. and there
1: are certain types of signals or like articles of clothing that you wear that let you know that let other people know that you're off limits that you're not there to play that you're there to watch like there's all there's a whole like
0: rule rule structure
1: and society and all of that like kind of going on all right so that's one aspect of it then there's like a dirtier aspect which i think you were talking about where it's like online clubs right and like i'll meet you at a cheap bar in portland right? <laughs> and i'll watch you bang my wife like that you know, kind of stuff yeah i ahead.
0: think that it was a i think it was a combination of like i mean this is a really small area where they're living yeah. that's really rural and so i think that they were a part of the community in terms of like think about it it's 2008 it's like these you know chats that they're having and um and I think that there was also these events that they would go to. And so mm. I think it was, you know, it ran the gamut of, you know, I mean, this guy lived 15 mile 15 minutes away from their house.
1: Right. Right. And so
0: it was like it hooked them up convenience-wise, but then also they wanted to be a part of the larger community at, you know, I'm assuming it took place in a hotel or or something like that. Right. I don't okay. Know.
1: <laughs> so that's the other that's the other branch of my a little bit of knowledge with this because there's the one. The 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 rich version of it, okay? Where like, <laughs> yeah. where you t- fly in a private jet to San Francisco and it's in some opulent mansion, right? Mm-hmm. And and you know, and everyone's wearing tuxedos and like, buttless chaps, like whatever, okay? Mm-hmm. But then there's the version of it where it's like, hey, let's go meet at the Howard Johnsons, right? And get,
0: okay, room- stop, don't even a- do that to these people. And get a
1: room with because she says I have twenty dollars to spend on parking and drinks. Right. So I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just painting the picture in my mind, right? Either way, you're still getting your freak on and you're still scratching some itch that generally society might look at as a kink when, but for some people it's very normal. And to hear the woman that you were interviewing, she really normalized it. She's like, no, it's cool. And what I found fascinating were the three types of marriages, right? The three types of attachment: anxiously attached, securely attached, and ambivalently attached. Okay. And I realized. I'm in a securely attached marriage but my wife and I have no desire to bring in other sex partners okay yeah. um because then I might it might transfer into an anxiously <laughs> attached marriage if that were presented to me because I'm kind of a jealous guy right so um so I found that super interesting and it looked like this fucking guy the murderer didn't know that about himself until he saw that look in his wife's eyes right and imagine that And I could imagine him sitting there going, man, I remember when she looked at me, like the first time we were having sex and that boom, that spun him out.
0: I mean, there's so much to unpack with this. And I mean, what got me more than anything was that video, that sex video. I could just see it in my head. That to me was like, I mean, not excusing anything that he did, but just like you see this guy, sorry, Sap, sitting there. And these other two are just so into each other. And yeah. like, how devastating would that be? And in that yeah. moment, you realize, what, what have I done? You know, I opened this Pandora's box and now I got to sit with this. I mean, it's yeah. just so crunchy.
1: It's so weird. It reminded me of a time I was 18 or 19 living in Hollywood there was this one bar that I would go to where they never carded me. Right. Cause all of my friends were older. And so they just, so I, I got by and I would just get shit faced, you know, this dumb kid. Right. And this older woman approached me at the bar one night, like overtly, like making a pass at me, like hitting on me. Right. And I'm wasted. I'm like, yeah. woo, Jackpot, oh jackpot going home. Da, 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 right. And, and then, and she's like, yeah. Okay. And she was probably 30. Okay. Which for me was like, you know, a much older than me at the time. Mm-hmm. And then she says, uh, hold on. I want you to meet my husband. And I went, excuse me? <laughs> like, am I about to get beat up because I can't fight and I'm hammered and I'm super skinny and I'm not strong. And I, you know, I'm drunk. And she goes, no, 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 no. He just, he just likes to watch me have fun. And I, I ripcorded. I went, at eh, boom, pulled the parachute. I'm like, I'm yeah. getting the fuck yeah. out of here. Cause I'm going to yeah. end up in the LA river in a sack. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not interested in any of that. So that was as, that's as close as I came to anything like this, but it, it was presented in such a casual way. Like I was nervous that the husband was there and am I in trouble? And and she and she says no 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 like it's nothing like she was saying I have to go to the bank on the way home she was like no he just likes to watch she he likes to watch me have fun is like what she said
0: yeah I mean I think that that's why I wanted to speak with the um, Dr Pepper is that she really brings she takes away the kind of judgment and and labels and what's normal and just really because I'm a, have always been a student of human behavior I mean that's what drives me I love to kind of like. You know, this isn't something that I'd be interested in, but I still think it's fascinating to know about, you know, I mean, I remember my husband when I was actually putting this together a while ago, um, he had, he just happened to be going out with his friends and one of his friends said, Oh, um, they're swingers and he like went into this whole huge diatribe about this like red light that goes on in front of the you know they replace the white light bulb and put the red one and then the people know in the neighborhood or whatever and he was more upset that he had never been invited <laughs> you know he was more like not you know he totally tried to, to act like you know he was kind of we're, all, we're cool kind of, yeah, why right, not? yeah right right and, and couldn't believe that he and his wife weren't invited to you know the party and so I feel like there's a lot of curiosity and and I just think that that's how I wanted to approach this episode and um you know at the end of the day it's a love triangle that went horribly wrong you know the fact that there were all these other salacious details on top of it um is is where the the victim got lost
1: see and as a student of human behavior could you see it happening any other way like isn't there just inherent fucking landmines
0: oh my gosh yeah but but see I couldn't be in that type of a thing. My husband and I are like your relationship attached. What is it? What, what did she call it again? What are your notes? Saying? Uh,
1: anxiously attached, securely attached or ambivalently attached,
0: securely attached. But yeah. you can see how these things can go. You know, we've talked about how there's different versions of ourselves. Like yeah. when we, you know, we went right when we could have gone left. And if we would have gone left, who knows what would have happened, but we went right. And so we were lucky, yeah. right? Yeah. And I feel like In this situation, it sounds like on the, sur- I mean, even on the surface, it doesn't sound appealing to me just because it's like all, all of the stuff that goes with it, you know, like yeah. just how does that work? Like, how do you gosh, like, just, give your just, husband permission to do that or them giving him, giving me permission to do that? It's just so, you know, I mean, there's people's feelings and emotions and gosh, just know, the,
1: the scheduling alone would be a nightmare.
0: I know, right? Exactly.
1: Right. But, I mean,
0: yeah.
1: And the question is that I would have, like, to your point, like, who breaks that ice first?
0: What do you mean, like the husband? Like, who's the,
1: the first one to say, like, hey, so what do you think about swinging? You know, like, like, I, I is it like a like if it were a Seinfeld episode, it would be someone like, oh, no, imagine if we did this, right? <laughs> can you believe it? Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Can you, yeah, yeah. Can you? I mean, you I. It?
0: I, I mean, I think that I I think it could go a million different directions, just yeah. depending on what kind of relationship you have. Like, if right. you're already kind of like, um, I mean, it's just like the eye contact, just like the you know, just be. I mean, I just feel like there's so many ways it could go down.
1: Right, and, but she and, said, and like,
0: we, we are bombarded in our lives on a daily basis where people try to pick up on you in different ways through nonverbal communication and you choose whether or not you want to receive that information or just like it doesn't exist. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, it's it's strange because she gave us the percentages with basically one out of 25 families, one out of 25 couples.
0: Which is a lot.
1: I was at my daughter's spelling bee on Friday and there were 30 kids in the spelling bee. So I'm thinking, okay, there's 25 sets of parents here. There's this, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm, I was thinking back through, I'm like, who do I think someone in there was a swinging couple and it was weird to think yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm um, school pickup is going to be very different for me from now on. <laughs> just putting you know, the vibe.
0: Somebody just, opens their car door and there's a red light in there. Yeah. You
1: I'm just going to be, I'm just, I'm just going to be putting the vibe out. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> um, No, but, uh, but listen, this, so there are weird, weird things. When I say weird, I don't mean. I should. Uh, I should find a better word there. Just things that I don't understand because it's yeah. not something that's in my nature, and it's not something in my wife's nature, or any of my. All right, any of my married friends, my mm-hmm. single. I have single rich friends that either actively pursue it or wish they could pr- actively pursue it. Right, yeah. and maybe if if I were a single rich guy, I would. Uh, I would. I would. That might interest me also, you know. But for me, it's it's a completely different world. But uh, knowing that it's in the small town of 400 people in the woods of Washington (laughs) State, it's probably a little more widespread than I think.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's why they were going to Seattle and Portland, because they were with their people. And, you know, like, I tried to imagine myself in the position – it's funny because I knew you were going to give me a hard time about it. And I thought, how funny, how ironic of our society where it's totally okay if I go into massive, gory, blood gore, kill, death, and and totally, you know, in that, you know, pretend like I'm the night stalker and deepen my voice and say those things. But here when I'm trying to sexualize what's happening, oh, oh, wait, you know, what are you doing? You're outside well, your lane. What are you doing?
1: Well, no, first of all, I break your balls on the gore also. Okay. This is true. Okay, I do, and yeah. and and what I'm saying is that the society, American society, as opposed to like European or other societies, we've been so like clutching at our pearls when it comes to sexuality forever. There are still aspects that are deeply rooted in 1950s sensibilities. I okay. know. Yeah.
0: And that and that just on the surface of it rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I, I agree. I, I just for that reason alone I wanted to embrace it because I'm like you know what this is what people are choosing to do they're consenting adults and I'm not going to sit here and and make judgments I mean unfortunately it you know for me like what you said as a student of human behavior I mean I saw this coming a million miles away I mean how do you how do you it really depends on like what she said with the different marriages and what you want out of a marriage. But right. if you're anxiously attached, <clears throat> this is not good for you.
1: Yeah. you know, No, of course. But, uh, but listen, to, to, just to circle back and just kind of put a pin in what we were just saying about, about kind of a 1950s mentality when it comes to sexuality, then at the same time, we're in a society where it's, it's a cliche that sex sells. Okay. Advertisers know that, right. You can, you can, you have the covers of the, you know, the swimsuit issue of sports illustrated. Okay. And that's incredibly, you know, sexualized woman, obviously. Right. And then we're like our American, Americans are like the largest consumers of porn, like in the world. Okay. So, (laughs) right, and in these red states, right? No. And in these red states that are so Bible thumping down there, if you know, there are all of these hilarious studies that that is also the largest consumer of online porn. Mm-hmm. Right in these same communities that are supposedly, you know, the Bible thumping, God fearing, you know, be more like Jesus, kind of mm-hmm. kind of society. So it's 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 such it's in my opinion it's such a front with all this. Oh, you know, anything having to do with sex or nudity or, or speaking about it, I I find that really really interesting on a on just kind of like a, a societal kind of level. Um, yeah, but no, and I, I yeah. do too. I do too but i just keep coming back to the filter of how would you know how would i respond and i i can't even put myself in these situations because of just because it's not how my mind works it's not how i'm built right mm-hmm. i I'm, I'm not about i'm not about multiple sexual partners especially in my marriage right uh, it's just maybe i'm traditional that way i i don't i don't know call me folks
0: it's i think that it, it's like the the through line for me is you know i always think you know do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting other people and you're you know so it kind of that's how i kind of the mindset that that i see when i'm when i was putting this together and just just the idea of it just watching you know being in the world like, yeah. like you don't have to do it to get it right, right? no of course you, of course you get what you know it's either the dressing up and going to that place and just like having fun, and it's like a whatever they're doing, they're enjoying themselves, and this is what they're choosing to do. You yeah. know, yeah. Um,
1: <clears throat> well, okay, so let's get back into the into the case here a little bit. First, I just want to get in front of. There was some some of the some of the audio was pretty pretty lousy quality, but I think it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was worth it because it's it just kind of shows access that you have, and we hear the actual guy's voice, so that was interesting to hear, yeah. it, even though the detective sounded like a gumshoe from the fifties. right? Didn't you know, he?
0: I w- I had literally over two and a half hours of audio. Oh, wow. Interview. And the whole entire, it was like, we've talked about how cops interview yeah. many times in the past. And it literally was like so weird because the, the detective kept talking the entire mm. time. Like he wasn't waiting for him to really answer mm. any of the questions. He was just like, Just, it was, a I could, those were the only cuts I could pull because it was literally him talking like, I know you want to tell, I know you want to do the right thing. I know, let me set this up. And it was just like, Mm. I really wish I could have heard what he, what the steps that went to have him get to where he was at, or at least deny. I mean, he denied it for a really long time until he took the Right, but it would right, have been right. great to kind of hear his mindset throughout that. But unfortunately, the detective was literally talking the entire time for two, two hours and 40 minutes.
1: Oh, geez. Okay. Well,
0: yeah, it was the um, weirdest interrogation I'd ever heard. Yeah. And I heard a lot of them.
1: Well, something jumped out that, that seemed to seemed like a throwback to me was uh, bloodhounds. I didn't think that cops used bloodhounds anymore. I found that, I found that strange. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, but I guess I was wrong about that. And then, um, that someone had the idea to have the dogs uh, key in on the shoes, and that helped break the case. I found that that was that was super cool. I wrote you down know, I, forensics. Yay! So yeah. I
0: love that detail, and yeah. I have to say, I just love hearing animals when they ha- their senses are so like. Just amazing, and what a what a smart, ingenious thing! Like, yeah, we know we went for a walk. Let's have let's take his shoes, put them where the car was, and have them go. And then they found. I mean, then the divers are there. I mean, it just is incredible. And you know, we've talked about like what, like for me, like sensing danger you know we talked about that last week about kind of what i tell my kids if they're in a dangerous situation one of the things that i do tell my kids which seems off the wall but like birds i don't know if you've ever watched how birds like if there's some disaster coming the birds always kind of do really weird stuff yeah like they're just flying around or the animals start acting weird because they can sense things that we just can't see you know yeah yeah I mean, there's a, there's a, when I was reading a biography on Einstein, I guess he was fascinated with birds and he was standing on the bridge and he was watching these birds doing, you know, the swirling stuff that they do and everything like that. And the, and the guy that he was with was like, what, what are you, why are you so fascinated with this? And he said, you know, the birds can see things that we can't. And I think that that's true. You know, just animals have the ability to detect so much that we're not able to even see. And here's the case with the bloodhounds. Um, it's amazing.
1: Do you think maybe Einstein meant just because the birds were up higher than they were at the time and they could just see more? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> not even going to respond. Right,
1: here's a question, serious question. Gen what? X.
0: What? It seems to me
1: that movies I grew up watching in the 80s, there were a lot more scenes of dudes on the run in the woods trying to trick bloodhounds that were chasing them. I can think of like 3 or 4 different movies that had scenes like that and I haven't seen a scene like that in in 20 years.
0: We'll be back after a quick break. Well, with Bloodhounds for sure. It's yeah. like the same thing like with the thing with the 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 dog that has the thing on its neck, you know, like the the whiskey thing? The uh What is that?
1: Come on, the big dog from Switzerland.
0: Saint Bernard. Saint, Saint Bernard. Bernard. There you go. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. I do think that there, you know, when you think about dogs tracking nowadays, it's like German shepherds, I think. And, and just.
1: The bloodhounds with that big snout with the. Extra. Yeah. 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 So I, 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 I love to make whenever animals make an appearance, I love it. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was hoping for a bigger payoff. I wanted the odometer to break the case. The yeah. way you set that up, I thought there was gonna be like, and because of
0: the 43 miles, and went right to this spot. But well, that was the hard part about this case because he never said he wouldn't go there. Yeah. He wouldn't say what I mean, we have to assume that he's like, Hey, let's go to the mountain and let's take a hike and let's talk about, you know, how I was horrible to my wife and you're gonna be my, you know, let me cry on your shoulder. So either, you know presumably that's what happened and then he drove right. the car to that place and then couldn't bear walking home because whatever so but but he never said exactly what he did so you know everything would have been fiction if i would have tried to create that tension yeah um, no good for you, you don't know. good for
1: you so we don't really he never admitted he admitted to the killing he took a plea he
0: took he a plea he never at really 10th gave hour.
1: the he never really gave the details of how or where or right. any of that stuff wow no
0: and i reached out to his wife uh yeah. which was kind of crunchy and was like hey <laughs> because somebody reached out to me and told me about the case and was like please you know i I would love it if you covered this um and i honestly i was a little bit trepidatious about doing it because just because of the salacious nature of it. And I just, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we gotta be able
1: to, gotta be able to talk about stuff. I have a question.
0: Yeah. So there was
1: another detective in the room questioning the guy, a female,
0: the female. Yeah. I wish she would have, I wish that she would have been able to talk, but the guy was talking the entire time.
1: Tell me, I got an impression on her that her questioning kind of became Less about the case and more about her interest in the lifestyle. did you get any of that?
0: i I thought she was being judgy because she was like, and you're just watching your wife?
1: Yeah. no, see, I, I thought that was more like so you're just watching your wife like
0: I think she was I mean, I think she was trying to get him going. I think she was trying to get him like to admit that that he was jealous. and he was like, nope, it's totally fine. It's totally you know, he was totally <laughs> trying to play it cool. He was like, you know nope not at all like he was i maybe was actually, projecting
1: maybe i'm projecting onto her because i would have questions be like so what so what's the big deal about it like what do you get out of it? because i still don't understand
0: well, what, what the I, husband
1: gets out of it i don't i, don't I
0: can't even tell you because i don't know i can't even imagine my husband like i i can't imagine a world say with, go ahead
1: buddy she's all yours no i can't
0: <laughs> i mean I can't imagine it. Are we? Are my husband and I at the Howard Stern? Is that how you know <laughs> the us? Howard
1: Johnsons? You're at the I Howard mean, Johnsons.
0: Howard Johnson. <laughs> Get me
1: hey, another Kelsey, God. God damn it!
0: Gosh, um, I, I can't, I can't help you out with it because, like, I that's just not a world that we live in either. I don't, I didn't want us to go back and forth where we're both like, I wouldn't do it, and I wouldn't do it, and I wouldn't do it. Right. I think that it's, it's just like. It's okay that we don't get it, but other people do and they like it. And they I, want. of to course,
1: fly. of course, you know? of course. Listen, I honestly, I, I know the one friend. Okay. But that's not, that's different. Cause he's not married, but we also have kind of in overlapping circles of our kind of social life. There's a couple that we know is a swinging couple. And like you know, for some this is
0: some getting of the, closer and closer. To it, it,
1: some of like some of like the bigger holiday parties. I'm like, hey, are they gonna are they gonna be there? And my wife's like, oh, shut up. Yes, oh. they're gonna be there, and don't even think about it. like that. Like it's a joke.
0: Yeah. B- because but we know. Is it was that your tell? Were you? Was, no, that, was, was that my
1: Seinfeld moment? I'm like, hey, yes, you know, yeah, maybe yes. they're gonna ask us to go to a thing. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna put a little <laughs> smell good on. No, that's not. <laughs> I it's don't not, know. No, 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 no. I would be terrified at the prospect of testing my sexual competency outside of my marriage. Terrified.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not, I, I, anyway, like I said, I tried to put myself in that position of knowing, like what would the thrill be? I guess you feel like you're doing something really different than what everybody else is doing and you're in the know, and you you know it's a secret. You know, yeah. It's,
1: it's yeah. Like- I, that that could be it. It could also be much more much more simpler and 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 natural than that. Where where you just want you know more than one sexual partner. You know what I mean? I mean that's that's kind of how we are growing up, right? Like like with with your 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 uh, episode on Amanda Knox. I thought she was really honest when she goes, I wanted to go explore my sexuality in Italy and go meet Italian men. Right. Like yeah. when there's a certain age where, and there's a certain, you know, uh, instinct of, of, of preservation of the species that is alive in men. Okay. Where it's like spread your seed well, far right. and wide. And, to and she spread. was
0: crucified for that. And yeah. that's oh hundred percent made me want to bring it on. Because Absolutely. Not stand that double standard, No way. Yes. Yes. And it's like totally messed up. Like why can't women talk about their sexuality or just be interested or ask questions?
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent. Listen, that goes to the, you know, one of the many hypocrisies alive and well in our culture. But what I'm saying is that um, there's probably a lot of people who engage in this kind of lifestyle, not for the thrill, just purely for the variety and the sexual pleasure. Not and not in a in a base or or any kind of negative, pejorative kind of way. Right. It it doesn't it's have to physical,
0: be it's a physical thing. It's not emotional. Yeah. It's physical.
1: Right. It's not deviant in any way. It's just this is what this is what we're into. And there was a time in everybody's life where they were probably wishing they could have several sexual partners. You know, until you find someone that you want to be married to and and listen for those people who aren't married yet or you find out that <clears throat> a healthy marriage has a lot more to do than than just sex, right? It's mm-hmm. a partnership on many, many levels that takes a lot of work and a lot of, you know, a lot of compromise, a lot of sacrifice and there's and there's a lot of payoff to it. It's totally worth it. Um, but some people, obviously like these people in this, in the show kind of missed that other aspect of their lives when they were a little freer uh, to have different sexual partners. Cool. Good for you. Unfortunately, it became too much for this guy.
0: Yeah. And, and like Dr. Pepper said, you know, this guy was uh,
1: okay. Hold on. Please stop. Her first name is pepper, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I can't because okay, <laughs> I you're making me want to go to the store and get a Dr Pepper because I fucking Schwartz, love that I'm soda. Sorry,
0: Dr. Shorts. shorts. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. Okay. Yeah, Dr. Sh- I want to say Dr Pepper.
1: I, I know because had- it's a delicious I drink. I know. I know. Okay. I'm with you.
0: Dr. Schwartz. Yeah. You know, she basically said if it works for people because if it didn't, more people would be going out there killing people. But it seems to work.
1: Exactly my point
0: it's just, you have to know yes. what kind of level of attachment. Exactly. Back to what she said, like, what is, what is your relationship and and honoring that, those attachments and, right. and being because on the same page. We,
1: we aren't seeing a rash of crimes of passion in these swinger clubs, right? We're not right. seeing, exactly. mer- right. So right. you're hundred percent right. It works. It works for yeah. these people. Great. Um, that's what I'm going to tell my wife. No, I'm kidding. See, was a joke.
0: It <laughs> was, was.
1: was a joke. So, what I found really, really interesting towards the end of this was that she got pregnant.
0: I just thought that was so sad.
1: Yes, yes, it's sad on that gone. level, but on a different level, it it kind of crystallizes the, the 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 that their love was genuine, that they actually fell in love,
0: and now it's gone. I mean, she has now to look gone. at her how child, breaking. How- yeah. Heartbreaking.
1: But, I mean, you know? to go through the health risks, if she was being honest about the health no, risks. would. she was. Okay. She
0: was. I mean. To,
1: to be able to go through, to be willing to go through the health risks, to want to have a child with this man that she was obviously in love with that wasn't her husband. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. It, and it just goes back to, you know, heart wants what it wants. Oh, well.
0: Can you even imagine that? Like, I know we've yeah. talked about we can't imagine it. But can, I know as writers, we can imagine it we can imagine what that guy was doing when he was watching his go, go, go.
1: wife fall in love right. with another guy.
0: Right. You right. like watched it happen. And and I can imagine that. And it's just so awful. Wouldn't that be awful? I mean, the closest I've had with that is like a triangle with friends, like in sixth grade or seventh grade when your best friend she found another friend and I just was so jealous. And it was like, I wanted my best friend. And, and that's like, what I was thinking about that. Like, oh, yeah. so, just yeah. that feeling.
1: That right? happened to me with a girl in high school. When? Like sophomore year, junior year. A girl out of town. Don't, don't make fun of me. She was in town to visit me uh, because, you know, we were kind of like, hey, you want to come visit me? I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. And I was like really proud and showing her off to my friends. Right. And I was showing her off to my friends, and she wound up like falling for like a friend of mine. And it was a really, really awkward like second half of the visit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you stick around?
1: I, when did I stand? Where was I going to go? She was staying at my house. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) What do I, what was I going to do?
0: Gosh! Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It was weird. Oh it was
0: my! You know what? High school is freaking brutal.
1: Brutal. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: Fucking brutal.
0: And what happened with that friend?
1: We're still friends. We're still friends. Oh it happened. <laughs> is
0: <laughs> well, the swinger?
1: No, no, no. This is all back in Jersey. You know that that kind of those 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 friendships are forged in forged in fire. You know, I mean, it'll take more than a. <laughs> Then a cute blonde from Ohio to come between us, you know, but. Oh my uh,
0: gosh. That's brutal. That is yeah. pretty brutal. Right. So imagine how this guy felt if you're still talking about it 30 years later. No kidding. Right. right? right? I know. That I, I yes. know.
1: I know. Wow. So, and now I want to end with my favorite part of the episode, which goes back to still Gil is a close second, but my favorite character that you've presented in any of your podcasts and now I'm blanking on her name, but it was from what happened to the Dermans. That wonderful oh,
0: Mac, Cheryl McCullum back the Mac.
1: jailhouse confession.
0: <laughs> I know right? this guy.
1: She, I mean, whew, she was, she loved her a jailhouse confession.
0: <laughs> I know that it's unexplainable. Like why, why, why? Yep. Yep. I mean, he knew once that happened, there was no chance. That was it. You know 70 people willing to come forward and spill their guts about the i mean can you even imagine how salacious that trial would have been I wait mean, no, hold on hold on can crazy. you
1: right imagine if you had 70 70 car- or 70 witnesses all from the same sex club right oh, yeah. would they i mean would they be able to would like connections be happening like when I they're mean,
0: in the, right i think it would have been a just a circus right yeah. i mean it just would have been like all their dirty laundry was just like Hanging out, hanging out.
1: That'd be really that's a funny, funny pic scene to picture, you know. Mm -hmm. All of the witnesses there, like in the galley, right in the gallery, like kind of waiting to go up, and they're just Mm -hmm. kind of going, Hey, how you doing? Hey, (laughs) man, maybe you have maybe you've met my wife. No, huh? All right,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mike.
1: Hold on, I gotta go testify against this guy. I'll be right back, you know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. I know. It's like I felt like a voyeur just watching their chat listening to their I, chats
1: listening listening to Dr. Pepper I felt like I was in therapy. <laughs> you know like I really did. I felt <laughs> like I was like learning stuff about myself, feeling better about my marriage, uh mm-hmm. you know, knowing what kind of attachment I have, what attachment I couldn't could happen if, you know, that's why we're not this type of lifestyle. It was it was interesting.
0: But see, that's what's great, Brandon, is that you know yourself. Yeah. You know, and and it's not worth it. The no. thrill of it wouldn't be worth it. And I oh. think that, you know, had this guy realized, like, hey, if he would have been self-aware enough to say, listen, we need to stop right away. But it was too late. You know, it was well, too because, late. And the
1: thing is, is like, how many, how long have they been at it? And it had been fine,
0: like, like three, like two or three years, like right. So there had been
1: probably dozens of partners, okay, and there was never that spark that he witnessed. Like every, it was always cool. They would always get what they wanted. It no was always was getting
0: physical. Hurt. It was always physical. Oh, always just I physical. Think that, I think that the chats too, like you can chat with someone and really become close to them, even yeah, though you're not. Sure. I mean, we've seen it happen time and time again, right? Yeah. And You have that connection, even though you're not. You know that physical night consummated the connection they probably the are emotional
1: connection which, right. right so you have all of that anticipation coming up and there are probably pictures that were shared and all that you know to really get the fire going are I'm serious
0: imagining those pictures that were <laughs>
1: shared? I'm just I'm just saying
0: <laughs> You brought that, pictures.
1: that's what that's what I would do that's what mm-hmm. I would do right if I if, if I'm like hey I'm going to throw my hat into the into the swinging ring you know I'd, I'd have some <laughs> I'd have some high quality uh, nudes taken
0: I know. And you know what? We, it sounds like you and I have been married around the same time Yeah. in terms of like longevity. So we kind of weren't a part of Tinder or
1: 15 years. Yeah. Married 15, but my wife and I are together for 22.
0: Right. So I
1: was way before any kind of internet dating or anything like that. Right.
0: And and me too. So, you know, for, it's hard to even imagine this world that we're in right now, but, but I do think that, you know yeah. what people are figuring it out all the time
1: man i tell my wife all the time you better watch it i would kill it in on tinder oh man
0: <laughs> why I, do you think you would kill it i don't know what? i
1: don't i'm just i'm I'm just <laughs> using it as an idle threat they try to get my wife to be nicer to me it doesn't work <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> your game really hasn't improved much over the last 20 oh, years oh god no game <laughs> no game at
1: all no
0: game well, at well i'm all. glad that you got something out of dr schwartz because i did I too did. and i think that you know the goal is is not judgment but understanding and i think that the cut at the end where she's like 50 shades of gray you know yeah. people people wanted to say what horrible writing it was but it was like more popular more than, than, than the, anything
1: than the bible yeah And, and uh, I I liked, she had a very interesting um, and uh, inviting conversational style. She wasn't very clinical where like you got bored or, you know, she's like, and and there was no judgment, no embarrassment, no apologies in what she was saying, you know, because it's important to be able to, you know, to, to verbalize our sexuality.
0: Well, and like, I mean, back in the day, Dr. Ruth, you know, she's like like, we forget how crazy that was, what she was doing it started off with a radio show where she just went in and started talking about it and people were so enraptured by it because yep. they weren't threatened because she was a doctor and she yep. had a presence. And, and, and it's like, people were just like, they want the questions that they wanted, you know, forever to know about, and were just too afraid to ask or whatever. And, and there is a power in that. And I think that, um, you know, people want yep. information.
1: Yep. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, <clears throat> uh, gosh, if anybody was offended by how much we're laughing about this silly sex stuff when a man lost his life, um that's just kind of par for the course with me because I'm kind of uh uh <laughs> yeah,
0: well, how are you gonna
1: not really it? a grown up when it comes to stuff like this? I go for the low-hanging fruit with jokes sometimes. Um, but it has not escaped my uh attention that uh, that a man was was brutally murdered uh in cold blood for no reason other than jealousy and the guy made his own bed and then decided he didn't want to sleep in it quite literally. And so
0: that's so true. Yeah. Yeah, well
1: And so the guy got what was coming to him. Uh, He's probably still in jail. He's still alive that, you know?
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, it didn't happen in 2008,
1: 2008. Well, Mm -hmm. listen, that's 15. So he's got 10 years to go. He good behavior. He might be, uh, you know, he might get out. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> so the trial was in 08 like he was sentenced in 08?
0: No, I think it was like in like 3 I think 2011 because it was like okay. like he literally waited until the trial was about ready to happen. So no like,
1: time served, probably didn't get time served. So we probably the clock no, started. I think,
0: I, I think the clock started with cuz I I don't think he got on a he didn't get out Oh, when he was so arrested the clock okay. I think he was arrested in 2009, and then the trial was going to take place in 2011. And, and he copped
1: right before he trial. He pulled
0: the ripcord.
1: Yep. Yep. Wow. All right. Well, nice job. That was that was yeah. uh, a, a departure. I don't I don't want to say it was fun, but it was uh, not as heavy as as some yeah. of your more recent episodes. And um, and very educational with Dr. Schwartz. So I thought she was a really good find. You should find more sex stories to talk to her about.
0: To give to help you.
1: Oh, no, for the can, content, just for content.
0: So I, can, I can help you evolve a little bit.
1: Yeah, for content. It's good for the show. It's good for the show. Um, so uh, uh, what do we got
0: next? Uh, so next week we have, we'll go down a rabbit hole okay. with a palm reader who oh, built Christ. this woman out for over a million dollars. And yet she's the lucky one because she got away with her life.
1: Do, 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 do. Wow! All right, get ready for me to go postal on palm reading. Okay, just get ready. Okay.
0: You know that people, like young people, probably wouldn't even know what postal is. What that means? I know. Jesus. Right?
1: I don't even know what the what the modern equivalent of that is. Huh.
0: But and I mean, unfortunately, like today, when when people, when when people, male people
1: one, were one time, one mass shooting in a post office. Remember when that was like, and now there's mass shootings seemingly. I know
0: happening. that's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. brought it to my mind because yeah. I hadn't heard postal in like forever, and I'm yeah. like, anybody even know what that meant? Yeah. But it seemed like there was more than just one. It felt like they were just they were so angry.
1: There were you know? a couple, you know, like during like Publishers Clearinghouse Week when there's just like <laughs> ten times the amount of mail in a week. We go, ah, I'm gonna kill everybody. Uh. Well, looking forward to that, definitely, for next week. Um, thank you for this episode. I very much enjoyed it. Uh it was illuminating to say the least. And uh and fun discussing with you. Um, so everybody, thank you very much for catching up with us here this week. Um, please consider supporting the companies that support our show. They make it possible uh for us to do what we do. So uh Carolyn, thank you again.
0: Thank you, Brandon. Thank you for all the work that you do.
1: Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. It is Really, uh, my pleasure. So uh, for now, that uh, that's it. Murder Chronicles Nation, thank you again. And uh, we hope you uh, catch up with us next week. Take care.
0: Seeking the truth never gets old.